has got up. We've had a busy content. We've been praying for people that the marriage will be blessed. We've prayed over this beautiful little boy. You're far too polite to do it, but I've been around church a long time. And when I got up, people all over this room were going, <laughs> You're going to be so amazed at how quick I am this morning. You're, going to, you're going to want to come to church again next week. Okay, it might not be that good. <laughs> but here's the little message this morning, friends. And uh, we live in a day, we, we are a word-based church. We believe that the Bible still speaks to people today. That it is God's eternal word that endures forever. And we're unashamed about that. We don't preach at people because any privilege that anybody gets to stand up and bring the word here is always self-applied. So we're not speaking to you. It's every one of us on this journey together, including me. But the simple title for this short message this morning, particularly in the context of this special occasion of Rob and Di and their family, and uh, and Chris and Leone and baby Samson, is simply this. If you get anything else, here's the message, and it's dead easy. God bless you. God bless you. And the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3, that God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. And it seems appropriate on this particular morning, maybe a little different to what we are normally used to. That said, great atmosphere, great worship, opportunity to pray and to give. There was another collective groan when the offering went round. But away we go. That We can there share the word of God this morning. And it's very appropriate that we invoke, define and receive God's blessing over our lives. I'm going to speak across the whole of the church, but particularly to the families that have been involved this morning, it's for you. What's the definition of blessing? Well, you can't bottle it. You can't produce it in a magazine. You can't parade it on a catwalk. You can't exhibit it in a gallery. It's quite difficult to define. But the Bible speaks again and again and again of this word blessing. It speaks of God's conferred wishes upon us. It speaks of God's favour. It speaks of the expression of God's will over our lives. It speaks about his cause to prosper us. That may be materially, but it may not be. But his cause to prosper our lives. And right in the first book of the Bible in Genesis, God says that he wanted to bless the people. He wanted to bless the people. One of the first things that God wanted to do when he made man and woman was to bless them. And we're in a church, friends, that believes that God wants to bless us. And we believe that we can be a channel of God blessing others. And so we express it in words. Forgive it if it seems a little cliche this morning, but you may have walked up the stairs and somebody may have said, God bless you. Well, that's what we do in church. But actually, it's more than a cliche. It's a heartfelt expression of our heart that every person here would know the favor, the blessing, the joy, the gladness of God in their lives. Imagine Sandy and John being at the door. And as you walked in, they all said, God hate you. Now, you wouldn't be coming next week if somebody had said that to you. No, God bless you. We do it through words. We do it through attitudes. And there's been a amazingly positive attitude that's been expressed this morning 
There's encouraging and empowering the families that have been involved in this meeting. There's been a warmth of feeling and expression that's somehow indescribable that's all around this room to empower people to be blessed. We do it through prayer. The Bible speaks about the laying on of hands. I hope you don't think it's been weird this morning. You know, that we've had to sort of push somebody onto the floor to make sure that they've really been blessed. But the reality is that as Christian and Eric and others have prayed this morning, something's taken place. Almighty God has been drawn into this room and we have prayed to him because we believe that he hears and answers prayers. And we have prayed that God would bless, that his favour, that the expression of his love and wisdom would be upon the people that have been prayed for. The Bible says in Psalm 67, friends, that God blesses us and all the ends of the earth fear him. Here's the truth. God so wants to bless you that other people will sit up and say, what's happened to your life? That's what it's meaning. And you're sat there right now saying, well, he won't want to bless me. And you're reeling off a whole stream of things as to why God wouldn't bless you. If you knew about my life, if you know what I've got involved in, if you know what I'd said this week, if you know what my... Yeah, he knows all about that. And even if you don't think anybody, anybody else knows about it, he knows about it. And he wants to bless you. You think you failed. You think you ran away from God. You think you got cold in the face. You think there's never a second chance. You think there's no way back to God. No, friends, God blesses us. That all the ends of the earth would fear him. That you'll pitch up at work, in the canteen, in the school, on the school run with the mums. People saying, what has happened to you? Not only the definition of blessing, but the recognition of blessing. I don't know whether you saw that story in the paper recently, but there was a couple that lived near Birmingham, and they'd had a Ming vase in their living room for years. And they put, they put flowers in it, they just treated it as a, as a vase. And then one day somebody came along that was a bit of an expert in these things and suggested that perhaps they took the vase to somebody that could have a really good look at it. Sure enough, it was, a, it was an authentic Ming vase that had been sat, stood in their living room for years, worth thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds, and they'd had no recognition of it. And there's a part of us, friends, that many of us spend very little time recognizing. We feed this, it's called the flesh or the outer man. We look at our emotions, but the Bible says that we're made up of an inner inner being. Call it your spirit, your soul, whatever. But there's an inner side of us, friends, that very often we're inattentive to. We don't recognize. It was the great 20th century evangelist, Dr. Billy Graham, that says there's a God-shaped hole in every one of our lives that only he can fill. We try and fill it with all sorts of other things, but somehow there's an emptiness deep inside at times that we recognize those things cannot fill. But here's the truth. Rob and Di, Leonie and Chris this morning, very deliberately have recognized there is something more to their lives than, as we saw on the clip, the material. There's a recognition that when we bring God into the very center of all that we're doing, all the expressions of family life, all the joys of welcoming a little boy into the family. Isn't he amazing? Little boy, I've never heard him cry. You know, he's just got a beautiful, sweet spirit. And when Christian prayed this morning, I want to say, all over this room, we all said a hearty amen, because that kid has got an amazing destiny over his life. 
And we're going to believe that he's going to grow up, friends, to be a deliverer. To be someone that is used by God to release others into all that God has got for him. That's what this morning's been about. And it's not determined by our eyesight, by our intellect, but it's recognizing that we're homing in on something that is bigger than ourselves. And so as we, ex- as we open ourselves up to the blessing of God, we receive his love. We receive his forgiveness afresh. We receive his mercy. We're restored in our soul. We understand that he wants to bring a purpose to our lives. Don't be like the people that had the Ming vase in their house. Didn't even realize it. Don't walk through life ignoring the things that really matter to your life. Because those things determine eternity. Thirdly, friends, the continuation of blessing. The psalmist says, blessed is the one who makes the Lord his trust. The word trust simply means to put their confidence in the Lord. And it may be that the collective groan was this breakfast this morning when you were talking to your wife saying, do I have to go to this thing at Arena? I mean, what's it going to be like? You know, they're all going to be weird. You know, you know, I'm not into this God stuff. It's happened all over the room this morning. God's chuckling away in heaven saying, you're going, mate. You know. <laughs> because your wife said so. <laughs> but you've come in. Something's stirred in here. You can't define it. You're not going to use religious language. Not read the Bible, but something's stirred in here, friends. And it's something bigger than yourself. It's God. There's an atmosphere of God amongst his people. There's an atmosphere where God's affirmed people that very genuinely and deliberately have said this morning, God is going to be at the center of the essential things of our life. And ladies and gentlemen, if you'll come to a place in your life of saying, I believe that. In this uncertain world with its uncertain future, I'm going to place my confidence in God. God says you'll be blessed. Someone define blessing like this. A grace, we've sang it, that can never be limited. A hope that can never be disappointed. An inheritance that can never be lost. A joy that can never be diminished. A salvation that can never be cancelled. I want to read some words of blessing, particularly over Rob, Diane, the family, and Leonie, Chris, and Samson, and the wider family this morning. And they're words of blessing from the book of Numbers. The Lord bless you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. But here's the truth, friends, this morning. As we say God bless over you, and as we say God bless over you, we say God bless over you, and you, and you, and you, and you. We live in a day, friends, where we can commit our lives with a great sense of hope and expectation to the Lord. Because above everything else, God's bigger than us. Our circumstances, our situations, our hopes, our joys, our down times and our up times. And if nothing else this morning, please go from this place remembering God wants to bless you.